Welcome to Method in Madness and today we have Susanna Myers. Susanna Myers is an employment law attorney who helps both employees and employers with tough labor laws or rather she prevents them from happening. Besides that, she's an entrepreneur, trainer, blogger and also an author. She is frequently asked by me- several media houses, FD, RTL, BNR, AD to comment on labor law topics. But her journey has been also filled with some methods, with some madness. And today she is going to spill it all for us. Please help me welcome Susanna. This is Method in Madness. Welcome, Susanna. Welcome to Method in Madness. Thank you. Great to be here. My first question to you, how does it feel to be a lawyer? Ah, (laughs) (laughs) well, of course, it feels great. I really love my job and um, yeah, I always wanted to be a lawyer. So I think it's great. Yeah. And and now you have your own law firm. How how did that idea come to you? Um, Yeah, it was a a long path uh, until I was here, but... um, I really like working by myself. I still have a great network of lawyers around me. So uh, I can uh, explore all kind of things and, and be an entrepreneur. So I really like it this way. Nice. Yeah. And it's not just law. You're also a writer. And that's how we connected yes, last year. Yes, that's true. <laughs> you wrote your first book, if I can say. Yes, it's my first. I don't know if it's my last, but it's my it's first. It's definitely not the last. <laughs> uh, it's definitely the first. Uh-huh. Tell us a little bit about the book. Why did you write it? Who it is for? What's it called? Uh, it's called, uh, in Dutch, uh, <laughs> Geen Gedoe met Personeel Arbeidsrecht voor Ondernemers. I'm not sure if you want to translate it. But yeah, sure. Oh, uh, like to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, what is it? <laughs> oh, okay. I really didn't expect this. I have no idea. How would you translate it? I have to look for Google Translate. But maybe let's uh, look at what is the book about. Yeah, that's better. Uh, I wrote the book, first of all, uh, more for startup people, HR people, um, entrepreneurs in in smaller organizations, uh, because I think that labor law is most of the time maybe not so interesting for people, but it's really important. For, and uh, I try to uh, explain labor law in, in a not childlike way, but but just so everyone can understand with examples and stuff like that. And what I did was a more chronological order uh, from the onboarding until the offboarding and everything. Everything in between. I, I did read a little bit of your book with the help of uh, some Dutch friends. And I can tell you whenever and if ever I open my company, I will come to you. Because oh, great. I found it very useful on step-by-step procedure. So beautifully labeled and mentioned. So it was very, very uh, easy to follow and easy to read. Well, thank you. So anybody looking to start their own company, please grab that book. <laughs> um, I will give the details um in the in the description great so you you have uh, you have various clients from employer to employees mm-hmm. what is uh, what is the common thing that you see in employer something that you wish they had done before they had contacted you which would have made their lives easy and also employees who probably because <laughs> we know one thing that nobody goes to doctors and lawyers 
unless they are in a soup. Yep. So they're already in a soup when they reach <laughs> to you. Yep. What you wish they had done uh, that would have made their life easy. Let's talk the employer first and then maybe the employee. Yeah, of course. Uh, well, the most common thing is what I what I miss is something um, more like building a file, um, which sounds very negative, but can be positive also. It starts positive in most, most stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is simple just keeping in touch with your employee how are you feeling how's everything going and you don't have to write letters and stuff like that just email and explain what is going well what is going wrong or can be done better and if if that is a then you build up a case if it is necessary to uh, say goodbye to someone. And most of the time, uh, employers say, well, I, I have this great file and you can start already <laughs> with everything, but it doesn't work out like that. Because, of course, I understand entrepreneurs like to uh, do business and, and not be uh, busy with labor law. I understand. Yeah. So uh, for them will be to do a good homework. and Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, do your homework, and but in a positive way also, because if, if something's going well, you can also agree, I think. Uh, it's nice to hear that you, as an employee that you're doing something well and yeah. maybe get a bonus or something, and that stimulates uh, the working area, I think. And what about employees? Because a lot of people are often governed by the fear of getting fired. Yeah. I think that makes us anxious sometimes. <laughs> um, also, when it really happens, it can also make you... Uh, completely lose your mind mm-hmm. um, have you had experiences like that where like completely lost their mind and uh, what would be your advice to people in situations like that yeah it, it sounds very simple and of course as a lawyer I, I maybe it's too basic but it's always be in touch with each other stay open for discussions and if your employer uh, sends you that email where it says like you can do this better you did this wrong if you don't agree, just in a normal, <laughs> relaxed way, try to uh, um, respond to that. And I say relaxed way because, of course, emotions are involved. Mm-hmm. So uh, try and, and avoid them a little bit when yes. you're responding. Um, also, what, what I sometimes uh, see is that uh, employees are yeah either on social media or with colleagues or too negative about their employer so um, it, it's too easy of advice but don't do that okay. <laughs> even social media yeah so <laughs> yeah it sounds so easy that's why maybe it sounds a little bit childish to say this but uh, I, I've seen stuff on social media where I think even in positions where I think you should know better yeah uh, don't do it <laughs> I, I I couldn't agree more. <laughs> and uh, one of the thing one I remember once I was talking to an entrepreneur who said um, it's not fun to be an entrepreneur in Netherlands sometimes because of very strict labor laws. Because yeah. if you hire someone, you give them permanent contract. Mm. It is very difficult to. Um, I mean, I don't want to use the word get rid, uh-huh. but if the performance is not working, and for small startups, uh, you cannot have underperformers sometimes you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so what would be your advice to people who want to be in the world of entrepreneurship but find it hesitant to hire people or are over cautious to if they're making the right decision mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what would be your advice to them 
Yeah, of course, there's something like the onboarding, which I don't give advice in, but that's very, of course, very uh, um, good to look into that. And also, um, you don't have to uh, give a contract that's already indefinite. Eh? You have like three, in three years, you can give three a definite period contract. So maybe that's an easy start to see if someone, if it works out. Um, and also... Um, yeah, well, if you want, if you have to go to court, then do your homework. But most of the cases are solved in uh, amicable way. So, um, yeah, it, it it's not like you can never, like you said, get rid of and yeah, quote, <laughs> of course, they quote, quote, but um yeah, you have to do your homework. It's as simple Absolutely. as that. Absolutely. And, and a, a last advice is that what I hear from employers or future employers like in Holland is very uh, when someone gets sick you have to pay for a long time uh, two years um, if they're still in your employment of course you, there are insurances for that so it's not free of course but that is something you can look into definitely yeah um, as an expat, I'm uh, when I first moved to the Netherlands, I was um, Netherlands was a complete new territory, and I'm sure there are a lot of expats in the Netherlands who are listening to this. Our idea often about law, mm -hmm. the uh, court, lawyers is uh, very Americanized. Yeah, we, we we visualize America and courtroom drama, whether it's a few good men or suits yeah. or you know uh netherlands is definitely different huh? i i now know because yeah. i I've, I've lived for a while um what do you see do you what would be what what's the big difference you see between that american style of how many people see law and courtroom to yeah. what netherlands is actually yeah, most of the time, some of my clients are even disappointed if we go to the, <laughs> if we have to go to court, whether it's an employer or an employee. It's like you most of the time just sit in a small room with the judge and um, the the person next to it who's uh, writing everything uh, and and listening very well, and then you are there and just the two parties with their lawyers, and that's it. No. Most of the time, there is no crowd or anything. There's no jury. It's most of the time, it's really more like a conversation than anything else. So it's not romantic in any way. And also, not, <laughs> not something to be afraid of. Uh, no, yeah. Well, of course, I can imagine that it's exciting, not in a positive way, exciting. Yeah. No, freaking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for me, it is because I like to argument, but. It, it's, um, yeah, it's not for the judge. You don't have to be afraid. Let's yeah. say that. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And uh, uh, we were talking besides law, you're also doing a lot of other stuff that mm -hmm. uh, writing is one of them. Mm -hmm. What else is, uh, what else keeps you busy? Yeah, I like, to, like you, I'd like to uh, speak to a crowd. So, um, and then most of all, uh, HR, um, management and, and people that like labor law or have something to do with it um, and have more practical cases and stuff like that and tell people about it. I really like that. So, uh, yeah, besides the normal lawyer job and entrepreneur and writing, that's what I like. Yeah. Nice. Very yeah. nice. So you sound like the perfect person to ask this question. That has there been a moment in your career when you had madness, something you've done that looks completely <laughs> crazy, wacky, but you knew there was a purpose behind it and it helped you come out of uh, uncomfortable situation and uh, fly with uh, flying colors. 
Yeah, well, as me personal, um, personally, I think that would be the time when I switched from uh, working together with uh, in a, a company with 10 other lawyers as partners uh, to go solo. That was for me the largest step I think I took. Uh, also, because it's not really um, something that is, I would say... Um, Conventional. Uh, yeah, exactly. That was the word I was looking for. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's more like uh, when you think of lawyers in Holland, you mostly think about the, lo- the big law firms or the more social uh, lawyers um, and working solo is not really uh, always something where people think there is quality or stuff like that. And what I thought is... I really want to fly solo now because I think that my niche is very uh, interesting and I can operate more on social media and, and find other entrepreneurs to work with. And that is what I find very interesting. So that was madness in this world, of course. <laughs> like you said, it's it's a conventional world. So <laughs> Exactly. And, and that decision has paid off well. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I still like it. So uh, Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So... Perfect. So you uh, sound like a person perfect for Method in Madness. So for people who are in, in a situation where they are feeling stuck, just like you, you felt who, who are uh, doing the conventional thing, but are too afraid to move out because they are afraid of losing the stability that they are in or they feel big brothers watching them like big employers what would be your advice for them so that they can also get the madness just like Yeah, you I understand. Uh, well, um, I would say, but it sounds so maybe lame because it's so, and it's not very original, but just do it. So go out and um, speak to like-minded people, not your family and friends that are more conventional. They are not the right persons, maybe in this case to uh, advise you and um, get out there. And I can tell you, uh, for everybody who's listening, uh, this is this is this isn't a lame excuse because how I know Susanna is that when I was finishing my book, I saw she's a, a reviewer of books uh, in the uh, in Netherlands, and I reached out to her, mm-hmm. and that's how we connected, and, yeah. and we've been in touch over the year. Yeah. So I think you are a living example of not just person who has done it, but who encourages and supports who are willing to do it. So that's why we are probably here yeah, that's true <laughs> and great yeah and and a, and a nice way to get in touch with each other and uh, it works out sometimes it doesn't but now Some, it does sometimes <laughs> it does thank you so much it's been really really a pleasure talking to you in your office in your beautiful office talking <laughs> sharing uh, your stories uh, thank you for coming over for in method in madness well, thank you And that was yet another episode of Method in Madness. In two weeks, I will be back again with another episode with a lot of methods, a lot of madness. But till then, stay mad because that's the only way to live.